We react to Dylan Hip choosing the Ole Miss Rebels as he committed on Sunday afternoon. And we also talk a little bit about the Michael Trigg situation and where that might go. This is a reaction episode of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Big, big day for Ole Miss football. Dylan Hip has announced his commitment to Ole Miss football. And for the longest time, we heard Dylan Hip and his interest in the Ole Miss Rebels, and we didn't know exactly how that interest fit. Was he a DeMond Williams person? Was that part of those coattails? Was there an independent interest? And you never really knew that answer just because both of them being from Arizona. I mean, obviously people are going to assume, but that happened. But Dylan Hip did commit to the Ole Miss Rebels on Saturday. Um, Zach Barry with the graphic here from On3. He is a three-star tight end. And if you look at his video, which we will in just a minute, you see a guy that is built perfectly to play a flex type tight end. He is probably not athletic enough to do an Evan Ingram type low role, but he is a really good player nonetheless. And once Ole Miss takes his natural pass catching ability, because he does have natural pass catching ability, you have a chance to have something pretty special on the outside for Ole Miss football. I'm honestly fairly close to what Ole Miss has with Michael Trigg now and we will talk about that situation coming up in a little bit is there's some weirdness happening there so dylan hip comes in commits gets ready this 2024 is the first year of the 12 team playoff the Ole Miss has one of the best quarterback rooms in the country almost has one of the best running back rooms in the country and i think that over the next two years the phrase that Ole Miss fans need to understand is positional versatility. And you're going to see players that are running backs playing out in the slot. You're going to see tight ends playing out in the slot. You're going to see running backs and stuff in 20 personnel playing as an H-back type role. This is going to be all to get the matchups that you want to have in a way that you can exploit them. I really like this Dylan Hip signing. Honestly, if you look at the highlights and let's look at the highlights real quick, you look at somebody that when he lines up outside, he's a natural pass catcher. He's not the fastest guy, but his ball skills are really, really good. And he is just a mismatch and a matchup problem outside the field. Now, he does standard tight end stuff as an H back, but his real strength lies as a pass catcher. Now, he's not going to have the top end speed. He is a true traditional tight end, kind of in the reign of what Harrison Bryant was at FAU, what John Rain was at FAU. 
those type bodies, those types tight ends are being recruited with Dylan Hip to come to Ole Miss. You have a situation you should be very impressed. He's a matchup problem against undersized guys, undersized guys because of his ball skills and his height and weight. He's 6'6", 230 pounds. It's a good player, but this is an example of, honestly, the reach of the Southeastern Conference. Ole Miss has gone into Arizona and pulled in a commitment out of one of its players that was wanted. I think Tennessee was on the list. Baylor was on the list. Um, other schools were popping up looking for Dylan Hip, but those are just some of the examples that are out there. But really, really good football player, and I'm excited about what could happen to Ole Miss football moving forward, honestly. I, I, I really am. But a really good player. Now, we talk about Dylan Hip, and we've talked about him for the last four and a half minutes. But right after Dylan Hip committed, Lane Kiffin dropped this nugget. We had a come to the sip. Now it's time for a stay in the sip. And that is going to be a player that's staying home. We can all assume or guess or whatever who this player might be. But this feels like a commitment is imminent probably from an in-state player. Ole Miss already got a commitment from San Francisco McGee. We are going to do a breakdown of that on Monday's show. So we'll see if who is coming in for Ole Miss. They've already gotten Cedric Beavers. They've already gotten, um, I think, Malik Willis. Not Malik Willis. Um, Marquis Willis. And we'll see exactly what happens. But an in-state player that is obviously wanted enough for Lane Kiffin to make a notation about staying the SIP, we can all assume it's about no real white. That is what's on all of our minds. But we'll see exactly how that goes as well. I do want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best possible candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You go in and you create a profile on social media. That's the first step. We create profiles on social media seemingly twice a week at this point. So you go in and do that. But this is where it's a little different. You can add a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile and you can spread the word that you're in fact hiring. It's got simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making the locked on Ole Miss podcast. Your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube subscribe there. We're part of the locked on podcast network, your team every single day. So big commitment from Dylan Hip as a tight end player. And we've got, like I said, we've got some mess coming up. I'm on, tell you a story of what I've heard um, about Michael Trigg and probably what we can expect. But before we get started, I do want to talk to you about positional versatility. Everybody talks about positional versatility. And with the tight end room, as it is set up now with Caden Priestcorn, who is one of the top five PFF 
returning tight ends or NFL draft prospect tight ends. Really good football player. You have Michael Trigg, which is, you know, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. But you also have, you know, Kyron Heath. You have Javante Connor. You have some options available in that room. And Dylan Hip is absolutely going to add to that. But the phrase that Ole Miss fans need to learn over the next couple of weeks and be ready for the football season and 2024 is positional versatility. And that means that Ole Miss can run, line up in the normal formation and offense that they run, but with different personnel groupings. It might be two running backs, no tight ends. It might be two running backs and a tight end. It might be one, tight, one back and two tight ends. It, all of that, but the formation will look pretty similar to what it was. That is starting to permeate. Here's a tweet from David Johnson talking about how Reese McIntyre is running with the ones at center. A little bit early to talk about that, but Ulysses Bentley, can he be used in the slot with the arrival of running back Jam Griffin? I think the number of players that Ole Miss have makes this possible. I think Ulysses Bentley is fast enough and quick enough. He'd be a fantastic slot receiver. As you know, we've been team 12 personnel and have been for a long time because of the benefits that Michael Trigg can bring. But there's other players that could become matchup problems as well. And if you look at the athletic ability of Ulysses Bentley IV, you have a chance to do something pretty special. But if you look at 12 personnel, we're going to get to that in just a second. It, it is what Ole Miss wants to do. And either with or without Michael Trigg, they would be able to pull it off because I think Kyron Heath and Hudson Wolf and Javante Connor, somebody is going to take a step. And you have Caden Priestcorn as the leader of that room. He is pretty close to becoming the undisputed alpha dog of that room. But you look at these players, the running backs going down and playing H-back. You might see a Ulysses Bentley or even a Quinshawn Judkins playing down a little bit low if you have Jam Griffin in the backfield. If you have that, you have a chance to do some different stuff and to really mess with teams with formational alliance, with personnel groupings that things can make a defensive coordinator sweat a little bit because this is the truth. If Ole Miss is in their normal 11 personnel set, which is one running back and one tight end, and that tight end is, let's just say that Michael Trigg gets his head on right and he's in the game there. He's the tight end. The running back is Ulysses Bentley. You know that you probably don't have to focus on the run game as much. You can drop back and plan on playing that almost like an air raid type system to where the windows can be a little bit smaller because that isn't a ground and pound situation. Normal 11 personnel. Now, if you turn that into, let's say, 12 personnel to where two tight ends are on the field and Quinshawn Jenkins is back there, that gives you a little bit of versatility to run the ball, to throw the ball, and to be very effective doing each. And that positional versatility will be very, very important for the Ole Miss football team. It just will. Now, before we get out of here today, I do want to let you know, um, heck, I was on Discord earlier. Somebody posted on on three or one of the other sites. I'm not trying to take away from whoever did that, but something went on at practice apparently with Michael Trigg. And he was either left left practice or he was sent to the locker room, which it could happen. Fall camp is a very weird situation. As somebody that has been out there and has seen it, 
there was there's been blow ups all over the place when it comes to fall camp. It, it just happens. It's just the way it works. It's a it's a hundred degrees out there. It's, it's it's designed to make you uncomfortable. That's part of the team building experience is for it to be a bad situation. So something happened. Temple was flared. Trig was sent off apparently. And I think it was Chuck Roundsville or something said that it's going to be handled internally. There's going to be rumors and gossip that happens all over the place. I, I implore everybody not to just buy on the bite on the gossip, wait for confirmation from people that might know. And um, he has not been removed from the team. He's not been suspended. It's just a situation to where he's probably going to have to run a little bit. Now, if he gets his head screwed on right, because we are at the point where we can start wondering if that million-dollar talent is going to be wasted a little bit. We're close to having that Nick Brazel conversation. We are close to that. But until that moment happens to where he gets his Chris Marshall walking papers, he is somebody that can help this team. And anybody's going to say, is it a waste of NIL money? No, because we paid him NIL money for execution on Saturdays. So, so before Saturdays, nothing has been wasted. It could have been just a bad day. Could have been a really good kid that he could have got to him a little bit. So be a little bit patient on the situation. I understand he has a little bit less rope after what happened at the end of last season. I get that 100%. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the rope is at the end. He's going to get a lot more because of the athletic ability that he has. He has the ability, if his head gets screwed on right and he does the right things, to be a Brock, Brock Bowers level player in the Southeastern Conference. That type of athletic ability he possessed. But right now, as it sits right now, he's looking up the depth chart at Caden Priestcorn, in my opinion. And it's going to be that way probably for a couple of weeks. Maybe this will be the attitude adjustment that we are waiting for it to happen. I do not know, but we'll see exactly what happens there. I don't, I, like I said, nothing has been done. That is anything worse than something happening at practice. So don't try and blow this out of proportion after what happened last year. Don't try to, Make something that it isn't off, off of this. Work off of confirmations and don't work off of rumors. When you work off of rumors off of Twitter, you're it's not going to be reliable. So that is my advice there. I do think Michael Trigg has plenty of time to get ready to go, but he's probably going to have to work his way back up to the top. It's just my opinion indeed. This has been a reaction edition of the Ole Miss, Locked On Ole Miss podcast. And we got a new thumbnail out there. This shirt is one of the Grove Collective's shirts. You can go online and get that. It's part of the um, swag that the collective sent me as well. So really, really comfortable shirt. The polos are really nice. Um, I, I, I like this one. I think, I think I look pretty decent in this one or as good as can be expected. So... Anyway, join our Discord community. We are running open enrollment this month. After September 1st, it will turn into a private message board. And also on that, we have a super private message board that after you prove your worth, you can get invited to all that. We got 10 or 11 people in there 
talking about Ole Miss football right now. But it should be a lot of fun. If you look at it, Discord is real similar to a chat room, if you want to think about what a chat room could be. It does have thread options. It's a little bit more advanced of a chat room, and it can be intimidated when you first go and get in. I implore everybody to stick with it because it's a pretty good system. So that is the Locked On Ole Miss Discord server. We're up around 260, 270 members at the moment. It's growing like a weed. Thank you very much for that as well. Anyway, I do want to let everybody know, thank you for watching the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Um, it's been just a load of fun so far in the first week of camp. It's going to get better. They're going to start playing real football. We'll have Lane Kiffin on Tuesday's show. Should be a lot of fun. Thank you very much for that. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Anyway, see you tomorrow. Hotty toddy.